Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Do not fear. The Word tells us repeatedly, do not fear, do not fear, do not fear. But what do we do? What do we think when things come against us, when things that are not fair, when things that are hard, when things that are tragic? Okay, Where do these things come from? We're, we're seeing some of this in the third chapter of Lamentations, a very long chapter, actually. And toward the end of that chapter, <clears throat> the Lord tells us to not fear, Okay, he, that he hears the cry of those that are, are crying out to him, and he tells us to not fear fear. We've been looking at the balance of the chapter, and I'm going to go back to verse 22 and pick it up there. It says this, the Lord's loving kindness indeed never cease, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So we can know these truths, and that's the two most popular verses from the whole book of Lamentations, right? And we know these truths. We know that the Lord's love and kindness never ceases. We know that his compassion will never fail. We know that every morning is a new day for his compassions and love and kindness to be poured out. And then that big hook, great is the faithfulness of the Lord. So keep that in mind as we read through the balance of this. Verse 24 says, the Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I have hope in him. So we looked at this in the previous episode. What is our hope in? Our hope is in the Lord. Our hope is in the faithfulness of the Lord. Now, the next few verses, he's going to describe uh, how the Lord is good and how that manifests itself in our lives, even in the midst of uh, the various situations we encounter. So we'll see this now. We'll see some more later. Verse 25, the Lord is good to those who wait for him to the person who seeks him. And we're going to see some things right here about the waiting upon the Lord and how we wait upon the Lord. And again, this isn't the type of thing that you're just sitting there on your in your spiritual rocking chair saying, well, I'm just waiting on the Lord to do something. No. He tells us that the Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the person who seeks him. So you see that there's something that we are to be doing that we're to be seeking him. Jesus echoed this idea in the Sermon on the Mount, remember? Uh, where he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And so that's what we're told to do. To the person who is seeking him, the Lord is good. But it requires waiting. The Lord is good to those who wait for him. Well, what are we waiting for? Well, we're waiting for him. What does that mean? We're waiting on his move. We're waiting on his timing. We're waiting on him to do what he desires to do rather than for us to do what we desire to do. Verse 26 continues the idea. It is good that he, and this is the person, he waits silently for the salvation of the Lord. So there's going to be several things that we see in these next verses right here where the pronouns are being used, and I'll let us know which one is of God and which is of man that he's speaking of, okay? So what is he saying here? He's saying that it's good to wait silently for the salvation of the Lord. Hmm. Silently. Does that mean that we don't inquire of the Lord? No, he just told us before that you seek the Lord. Okay. What it means is that you wait without complaint, 
without griping, without moaning. Oh, woe is me. Oh, woe is me. All that kind of stuff. Okay. That you wait silently for the salvation of the Lord. That is good. Verse 27 says this. It is good for a man that he should bear the yoke in his youth. <laughs> so we've had three little it is good things here. It is good to wait for the Lord. It's good to wait silently for the salvation of the Lord. And it's good for a man that he should bear the yoke in his youth. <clears throat> and so what's the idea behind that? Uh, I don't know, maybe a couple of things here. That it's good that if you're going to uh, bear these type of hard things, if you're going to bear learning how to wait and to wait silently, that you learn how to do that from your youth. It's also good to bear a lot of things that are, are hard, that are difficult when you are younger, when you are stronger of countenance as far as physical things, right? Then verse 28. Let him sit alone and be silent, since he, and that he is God, has laid it on him. Now that gets really interesting right there. Let him sit alone and be silent, since God has laid it on him. God has done what? Well, God has laid whatever this is upon him. It's good to wait for the Lord, remember, seek him. It's good to wait silently for the salvation that's going to come. It's good to bear up under this stuff, particularly if you're young, to learn from a young age. But to realize that these things come and the Lord knows about it. And he says, since the Lord has laid it up on him. Now, the next several verses are going to give us more insight into that. So let's just start with it. We'll see how far we can get today. Verse 28, uh, 29 says this, let him, this is the man, let him put his mouth in the dust Perhaps there is hope. So if there's things that have come our way, know this, that it's passed through the hand of God. Everything has. The Lord has laid it. He knows. He knows what's happening. What is our response? To put his mouth in the dust. What? I think that's a picture of, of bowing down before the Lord with our face to the ground. And he says, perhaps there is hope. What's he said already? He said that our hope is in him. Verse 24, he says that. And now just five verses later, he's saying perhaps there is hope. No, he's not saying that there's not hope. He's saying we do have hope, but you don't know what's going on. You don't know what's happening. You just know this is occurring. You know that you are the Lord's. The proper response, put your mouth on the ground. Seek the Lord. Verse 30, let him, this is the man, give his cheek to the smiter. Huh? His cheek to the smiter? Let him be filled with reproach. What does that mean? Let him give his cheek. It's the same thing that we see over in the New Testament, right? Turn the other cheek, right? If someone insists on smacking you on one cheek, give him another cheek. If someone insists on taking <coughs> your clothing, give him more. If he makes you walk a mile, walk two miles. Let that individual and even yourself be filled with the reproach of the world, the things that will come against you. Here's why, verse 31, for the Lord will not reject forever. For if he causes grief, then he will give compassion according to his abundant loving kindness. Remember how we started back up in verse 23 and 24, that the loving kindnesses of the Lord are without end, without fail. They're new every morning. It's faithfulness. Okay? They never cease. But there may there's a process to all this, right? The Lord will never fail us. He will not reject us. So what it says in verse 31, for the Lord will not reject forever. 
actually yeah, see a picture of that with Jesus, right? When he's on the cross, when he cries out, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? But it wasn't forever. It wasn't forever. For if he causes the grief, if the Lord causes the grief, then the Lord will have compassion according to his abundant kindness. So know this. And we'll, we'll see more about this next episode. Even as we go through things, we can know that it has passed through the hand of God. There's nothing he doesn't know about. And even though it may be difficult and you may be under really like physical duress, it's talking about right here, smite or smack in the cheek, that kind of stuff, that the Lord hasn't rejected you forever and you're not being rejected for the Lord. If grief is coming your way, then know that the compassion of the Lord is coming also because of his abundant kindness. <laughs> Someone might say, well, what if they smite you to the degree that you're killed? Well, you have just reached the ultimate compassion, have you not? <laughs> because now you are in eternity. That's not a fatalistic type of thing. That is just a total truth right there. Anyway, we'll continue this in the next episode. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you then. Goodbye.